Hey everyone, welcome to Sparbrew, where we produce and explain original movie ideas. Today I will explain to you the story of the Ring Warden. This story takes place in a fantasy world. I hope you enjoy the movie and please subscribe to support the channel. The film begins as the main character, a young man named Thustin, goes to visit his mother's grave. After leaving flowers for his dead mother, he discovers a box and a note telling him that it will unlock the door if he puts it on. He opens the box and finds a strange ring inside. The ring glows blue and Thustin takes it to the grave to show his mother the strange ring. Skeptical but curious, Thustin decides to bring the ring along with the box back home. Suddenly, a crow with a missing eye flew out of the bushes. Thustin unknowingly dropped the ring into the river nearby. The ring was washed away by the river and is later found by a homeless boy named Miles. Upon discovering the ring, Miles decides to keep it. Later, as Thustin is preparing dinner for his girlfriend, Sanya, he notices that the ring has disappeared from his pocket. Somewhere far in the forest, Miles is seen playing with the ring. Miles notices that it is glowing and his eyes suddenly start glowing too. Meanwhile, back in the kitchen, Thustin and Sanya argue over whether to attend a party and they got into a heated argument. Here we discover that the couple is having problems. Sanya is frustrated by Thustin's indifference and lack of commitment in the relationship. She also blamed him for forgetting Totem's food. Man. While arguing, Sanya is interrupted by a phone call from her father, who is visiting the country. She tells him that he should stay at the hotel because she and Thustin are fighting about Totem. When they hang up, Thustin and Sanya make up. As they are leaving, Thustin looks for his car keys before realizing that they must be in the living room. He rushes to retrieve them and is confronted by Miles, who is now wearing a black cloak. Before he can explain what the ring had done to him, Sanya enters the living room. Seeing the ring in Miles' hand, she becomes furious at him and grabs it, demanding to know where it came from. A struggle ensues between them as Miles attempts to flee with the ring. Angered further, she slaps him hard in the face. Ouch. During the scuffle, the ring is knocked out of Sanya's hand. It falls down on the floor, landing in front of a puppy laying nearby. At first, the puppy ignores it, but something caught her attention, prompting her to pick Sith up and runs away. Sweet. Surprised by this turn of events, Sanya pursues the dog while shouting, Totem! Totem! Meanwhile, Miles also started running with Thustin hot on his tail. In the middle of nowhere, Thustin and Miles come across an old man sitting alone. The old man gives him a mysterious look before disappearing in a puff of smoke. That is some ninja skill right there. Thustin, that was chasing after him, is surprised to find the puck empty. He sees the same ring lying on the ground as he did earlier when it fell off of Miles' finger. He picked up the ring and at the same time we see Sanya catching up to Totem, the dog. Later, we see that Sanya is panting heavily, but she is quickly gaining on the dog. Finally, she catches it, only to discover that the puppy isn't actually the totem she knew, but rather a strange furry creature with wings and glowing eyes. Sanya's eyes opened wide while she momentarily hesitated about what to do next. I mean, who wouldn't be after seeing their puppy turned into something like that? Then again, you never know. The incident caught Thustin's attention, who is still standing in the park not that far away. He watches as Sanya chases after the weird-looking beast. Suddenly, lights start flashing from his ring, and Totem's jaw, where the ring was swallowed, starts to glow. To his surprise, the same type of light also began to emit from Sanya's neck. 
The ring begins to vibrate and quickly the whole area starts to glow brightly. The light then turns into a portal which sucks Dustin, Totem and San inside their respective ring. Talk about freaky. Dustin finds himself in a big hall filled with many rings, similar to the one that brought him there. However, each one of them has a distinct characteristic. There is one with a giant red eye that keeps blinking. Another one has a white ring that looks like a snake with its head poking out of it. One more has a pink beating heart inside it, and yet another is a green ring with miniature dragon flying around the ring. Thurston is completely confused by what's going on. Soon, the door opens to reveal a beautiful young girl from within. She greets Thurston in a friendly manner before introducing herself as a liar to the entire room. Alla then welcomes them to Soul Sanctum, another dimension close to Earth. Thurston looks around the big empty hall and sees no one, but all the floating rings except Alaya. Alaya, who seems to have noticed his confusion, explained that everyone else in the big hall is in their own separate dimension. Well, they sure are taking social distancing to a whole new realm. She begins a long explanation of why they are summoned by their respective ring as ring wardens. Some of them are chosen by accident while others are sent here intentionally by other people or entities that have deemed them worthy. For example, one woman was given her ring by her late grandfather, essentially inheriting it. They have no choice but to accept the ring or be consumed by their respective rings. After her explanation, Thurston could hear a dog barking from somewhere within the hall. With a flick of her hands, Eli tells the dog to shut up and focus on his evolution. Suddenly, a crowd of people appears next to their ring filling the hall. Ah, that's where they are. Thurston had a headache when this is happening and started hallucinating. Maybe this is all a hallucination after all? Anyway, he fainted while Eli was still talking and started dreaming. He was younger now and sees a bunch of adults hard at work with hammers raised. The room was scorching hot and it reminded him of the stories of hell. He was hiding in the corner of the room under a table. Suddenly, a head appeared right in front of him with a hammer in hand ready to strike the nail through his head. He jolted awake from his dream to see that he had been placed in the infirmary wing, greeted by Sanya. She explained that he had been out for quite some time. He was obviously very shaken and confused as to why Sanya is there too. She starts telling him the story of her family, inheriting the ocean spirit ring from ancient times when her ancestor won the heart of an ocean spirit. A group of other trainee walked past and noticed the door open and came to see what is happening. Winston lead the group in and when they saw Thurston, they made fun of him. They said that he is a failure and that he is no better than a worm. Soon, they started grumbling about the academy and how it functions like a school. Why would they need to study and train in a school like this? They then tried to make fun of him again, but they are stopped by a ringmaster warden known as Freyler, who tells them to leave him alone. Freyler started scolding them by telling them off with a snarky remark. And have you not heard of Cognitionese Amma? One should never stop learning or they will start degenerating. Ouch. She then tells them that Thurston's mother is a good friend of hers and that they should treat him with respect. Intrigued, Thurston confronted Freyla, but was told that the time is not right for him to know anything yet. But Freyla showed her affection and asked, asked him about the orientation held by Elia and what he thinks about the rings. But Thurston didn't know how to answer her question or what all this meant. He fell silent and was left alone to process everything that had transpired. I know you told your friend you're not okay. 
The next morning, Thiston joins a training held by a trainer that will train, guide and lead them in their journey to become a full-fledged ring warden. His name was Kainan and he was a bit strict, but he seemed to be able to handle anything. Thurston is paired with five other trainees who will help to achieve their goal of being a real ring warden. They were Jasper, a strong-willed man whose strength lies in his ability to control his temper and emotions. Julia a calm lady who is skilled in surviving in any situation, and Lilia, an energetic girl who knows how to fight without using brute force but instead uses her speed and agility. Their squad is named after everything that they hated, White Danger. Everyone in the squad seems to hate it except for Lilia. Ring Warden Frailer is also stationed to observe and heal them if anyone got injured. Kanon explained that every ring is unique and will augment everyone in different ways. Some could become stronger, smarter, gain new powers, or even evolve. Everyone then turned and looked at Totem, the cute little puppy who yawns innocently. The training was merciless as they would train like they're in the army, but with ten times the intensity. A grueling training regime that makes us wonder why anyone ever wanted to become a ring warden in the first place. Nevertheless, they pushed themselves until they reached their limit, and when they've reached their limit, they faint. Like any other human does. A few days later, Totem broke into his room and jumped all over him, excited to reunite with her owner. She gained a pair of wings and is much bigger now. Wing Warden Ally explains Totem's evolution process will transform low beings like hers into higher ones. Most humans don't need to go through it since they're already evolved enough, but dogs and animals are different. Their evolution is based on the ring's demand. For now, it looks like Totem is not out of the woods yet. A few weeks passed and Thurston realized that his body is recovering much faster now, and he felt like his body is getting stronger day by day. This made him realize that the ring that he possesses is slowly changing him into something more, more than just a normal human being, but he ignores it and continues to do pretty bad during training. However, after several months during their break time in the forest, they encountered a pack of wild beasts unlike anything else they'd seen before. These monsters are known as Bane Seekers and the Ring Wardens are the only thing that can fight them. The Bane Seekers attack them in droves, but thanks to the guidance of their leader Kainan, they managed to survive. Soon Kainan left the White Danger squad to fend for themselves. They need to muster the Ring's power to use it against the Bane Seekers so they can escape from them alive. After some intense battles and close calls, everyone on the team manages to defeat the creatures. Except for Thurston. He was unable to activate the ring's power. Despite his best efforts, nothing happened. It was obvious that the ring's power needed to be activated by someone worthy to wield it. Thurston was shocked by this revelation and wondered if he is supposed to be worthy to wield it after all. He was about to be torn apart by two Bane Seeker's claws. But Tatum heroically appeared and saved him. He is also bigger now. At this point, Plenty of other trainees had succeeded in awakening their powers and were now close to fully using them properly. The most dazzling wielder was a man named Arwen, who is wielding the Dragon Heart Ring. A woman known as Corolla wielded the Phoenix Core Ring with a fiery attitude. Sanya wasn't far behind as she also started to develop her abilities rapidly, while Totem was only going bigger by the day. Perhaps she will grow bigger than a car soon. After witnessing their impressive feats, Thurston decided to take another chance in activating his ring's power, even though he had failed before. 
He hoped that perhaps this time it will be different, or maybe he will get lucky and succeed after all. Under the support of the White Danger Squad, Sanya and Tatum, Thurston tries again, but still he couldn't awaken its power. He grew desperate and tried harder every single day hoping for good luck, but alas, he failed again and again. He was frustrated beyond words because he knew that everyone around him was capable of doing what he couldn't. He was starting to doubt himself and think that maybe he isn't worthy of wielding such a powerful ring after all. But then he began doubting the ring in his hand too, especially since it's not giving him the same results compared to everybody else around him. Is it because he doesn't deserve it? Or is it that the ring itself is flawed? After all, his ring looks normal compared to others. What if it was just a golden ring that had a glow in it and everyone mistaken it for some magical object? He thought about these questions endlessly until one evening while walking down the streets, he saw a familiar face. It was the homeless boy, Miles. With shaking hands, he handed Thurston an envelope with instructions written on it and asked him to open it only when he reaches home. Suddenly, Miles's body shook violently. Thurston could see the pain in a horrific reflection of a Bainsika's form within Miles's eye. Before Thurston could ask him anything about it, Miles's leg transformed into a huge green, snake-like creature before he slithered away into the darkness. He was curious about what was in the envelope, but he was also scared to know what it might be. Later that night, Thurston opened the letter and found out that it contained directions to an old house nearby. He followed them and arrived at the place which turned out to be a small mansion with a garden beside it. As soon as he stepped foot inside the gate, a strange man dressed in black clothes came out to meet him. This is the same man from the park. He introduced himself as Mr. Grimace, or so he says and explained to Thurston that he has been waiting for him for years now. Then he led Thurston inside the mansion where a large library filled with floating rings awaited him. Mr. Grimace explained to Thurston that they were both destined to find each other someday, that their paths have crossed many times before, but always missed each other by inches until recently. He also showed his ring to Thurston and revealed that he has a matching ring that he received from the previous owner of the ring that Thurston currently possessed. He told Thurston that the ring needs more than just physical contact to unlock its powers. He said that they needed to bond with the ring together by touching each other's rings and sharing memories through touch. He also gave Thurston a warning. If you go ahead with this test, your life might never be the same again. Thurston agreed to try this method out, but he didn't know how to do this. He hadn't done this kind of stuff before, so he asked Mr. Grimace how exactly should he do it. Without explaining further, Mr. Grimace simply told him, just imagine something sweet. The next thing he sees is a battlefield where countless dead bodies lay in the ground. Thurston feels sick to his stomach, but the scene quickly shifts to a crowd of people in a familiar hall. There were screams in the distance as the crowd mutated into horrific beasts that tore each other apart in bloodlust. The smell of death lingered everywhere and Thurston felt nauseous again. Another entity suddenly slammed into the vision and Thurston could see its hideous form devouring the flesh of the people it had consumed. He could feel the cold, dead eyes of the creature staring right at him. 
but suddenly a voice called out to him. Bustin! It was a woman's voice calling him back and telling him that he shouldn't stay here any longer. Guided by her voice, Thustin ran away from the creature. Soon he found himself back in his own world where the visions faded away, leaving him feeling drained of energy. He looked up and Mr. Grimace is no longer there, but the ring was left behind on his left index finger. Its design is almost identical to the ring Thustin possesses, except for the color of its glow. Soon he made his way back to the fort, only to find smoke and fire billowing out from the fort. When he reached the exterior of the fort, he found that most of the trainees and guards were either injured or killed. Some had been burned ashes, while others were crushed by a horde of vain seekers. The whole area was covered with corpses and blood spattered everywhere. A Bane Seeker was mercilessly attacking Aruin and his blooded squad when Thustin decided to distract the monster. As he attracted the Bane Seeker to himself, he found himself caught by surprise as he was tackled to the ground. Thustin rolled along the ground, trying desperately to dodge attacks from another two Bane Seekers coming in hot pursuit of him. But the White Danger squad heroically showed up while being led by Ring Warden Kainan. Totem immediately ran over to Thustin's side, while Senna stood by Totem's side with an uneasy expression on her face. She explained that a wave of Bane Seekers had invaded the fortress, and this has caused havoc among the Ring Wardens. This includes herself and Totem as well. They barely managed to escape with their life. Kainon quickly scanned the area for survivors and ordered everyone to evacuate inside the fort. He then used his ring to summon a giant wall of water that separated the fort from the Bane Seekers outside. He warned everyone that it won't hold for long and suggested that they leave as quickly as possible. However, just before evacuating, Thurston felt a connection between the second ring on his finger, linking somewhere deeper in the forest just north of the fort. He felt that the answer to everything that is happening can be found there. He tried to convince Kainon and the others to follow him and investigate the source of his feelings, but they insisted that there is no time to waste. After all, the Bane Seekers were already surrounding them. He decided to follow the ring's direction and charge towards the northern part of the forest. As he got closer to his destination, he felt increasingly anxious with every step he took. His heart pounded wildly as he imagined what horrors lurked deep in those woods. He couldn't help but wonder if he was heading into a trap. He finally reached his destination and discovered an abandoned and creepy looking tower left in ruins. He entered inside to explore it further and quickly found Mr. Grimace inside with a dozen of Bane Seekers in front of him. Mr. Grimace spoke on me without turning to look at Thustin. You surprise me, my boy. He began to talk about their destiny and how they will soon rule over the world, as the abandoned gods. He also talked about the prophecy that foretells their arrival on Earth centuries ago, that they were stopped by the Ring Wardens in ancient times before they could reach their full potential. He briefly mentioned Thustin's mother as a Star Warden, 
and Fustin's father, who had sacrificed himself during a skirmish against the Bane Seekers. However, before he could finish, Kainan and the White Danger squad stormed into the room. A battle erupted immediately between them. Mr. Grimace's group of Bane Seekers fought back ferociously against the White Danger squad. Kainan faced off against Mr. Grimace while Sanya, Totem, and the rest of the White Danger squad held their own against other Bane Seeker. He noticed that the Bane Seekers were getting weaker as they continued their attack. Eventually, all of the Bane Seekers collapsed one by one until all of them were defeated by the White Danger squad. The battle slowly draws to a close with many of the Bane Seekers taken down. Only Mr. Grimace remained standing. However, Ringmaster Kainon wasn't able to hold his ground, as he was easily knocked down by Mr. Grimace. The fight was interrupted by the sudden arrival of a particularly strong Bane Seeker, Miles. Thustin grew hopeless as he watched everything unfold in horror. Miles' head turns into a gigantic serpent-like creature with sharp claws, horns, and fangs dripping with venomous saliva. He charged directly at the group that tried to defend themselves, but was overwhelmed by the attack. Mr. Grimace and Miles proved to be too strong for them and are capable to kill the entire squad in a matter of seconds. They managed to defeat Kainan and pin him down. They proved to be much stronger than expected, as Miles starts to crush his throat. Mr. Grimace spoke of his disappointment in Thustin's failed conversion into a Bane Seeker. He blamed him for causing him to lose a ring and causing all these deaths. He also told Thustin that he should have listened to him and let the power go instead of keeping it for himself. Mr. Grimace's final words were, You should have accepted your fate. With that, Miles strengthens his grip around Kainan's neck, ready to squeeze it until he dies. Before he could do so, however, Thustin let out a grotesque scream which forced everyone to turn their attention to him. The light emanating from his ring intensified, his screams which grew louder and louder, until he transformed into a hideous form with a gigantic mouth and endless abyss of teeth. Mr. Grimace was stunned by Thustin's transformation and the rest was frozen in fear. Thustin begins sucking in the air around miles. The darkness were inhaled as Thustin feeds on it. The more Thustin fed on the dark essence, the smaller Miles' body became, until it was nothing more than a little boy floating in the air. Thustin turned around and saw Mr. Grimace still frozen in shock while everyone else was looking at him with disbelief. Then a powerful force exploded out from Thustin's ring and struck Mr. Grimace straight in his chest. <laughs> knocking him back several feet away from Thustin. The force also knocked Thustin hard on the head, but before he passed out, he heard Freyla's voice. They are in here! Quick! Grimace, what are you doing here? Unable to focus due to the ringing in his ears, Thustin managed to glance at Mr. Grimace escaping, before blacking out completely. A few days later, Thustin woke up in the infirmary with Totem and San is standing guard beside his bed. The two of them spent some time talking about the past few days and how grateful they were to have survived such an ordeal. 
Reinforcement arrived from the central region and managed to kill the remaining Bane Seeker and secure the fort. Next, his White Danger squad came by to visit him and congratulate him for having survived. It was clear that they were very happy that he came back, since they were worried about him. After witnessing his transformation into a hideous beast, that sucked the life out of Miles. Thustin thanked them for saving him and assured them that he would be fine now that he has regained control of his ring. Lily gave him an awkward hug while Jasper and Julia looked visibly relieved that Thustin is alive. Afterwards, Thustin was visited by Ringmaster Kynon who apologized profusely for failing to protect him, but was cut short due to Ring Warden Elia and Ringmaster Warden Freyla's visit. They expressed their gratitude to Thustin for his bravery, and also expressed their gratitude to all the Ring Warden and trainees who had shown their courage. Ringmaster Warden Freyla continues to explain that Mr. Grimace wasn't what he turned out to be. He is a mysterious person, and his power was due to the ring that he has stolen. He had amassed an army of Baneseekers to take over the world, but lost his power and a crucial ring's power due to his failed ploy to convert Thustin. He ends up stranded near Stowerling Fort when he launched the attack. Thustin was shocked when he heard this and was visibly confused. He told them he did nothing, but they told him that it's plenty. In the end, a grand celebration was held to honour the heroes that stood courageously against Grimace and the Baneseekers. Thustin is seen among the heroes who received their rewards and medals from Ringmaster Award and Freyla herself. However, among the crowd, Thustin spotted some empty chairs and noticed the crowd is smaller than it was when he first arrived. Some had fallen during training and some during the Baneseekers' attack. Thustin felt the familiar tugging sensation in his chest again. Soon an anxious looking guard approached the ring warden's table. They responded with a nod and followed along with the guard. While in the distance, Mr. Grimace could be seen dragging the body of Arwen, the dragon ring warden, and a beautiful young lady, presumably the phoenix ring warden, through the crowded streets of Sterling. A missing eye, apparent from Mr. Grimace's eye socket, was the only thing that gave away the truth of what happened. Hit the notification bell to receive updates about our original movies in recap style. Thanks for watching. Let us know your thoughts in the comment below.